0: Hey guys, this is Pete. Before we start the show, I just want to give a quick shameless plug for my debut novel entitled *Frankenstein: A Life Beyond*. It's the first direct sequel to Mary Shelley's classic and follows Ernest Frankenstein, the sole survivor of the original book. Like mystery, adventure, romance, horror, and this is the ebook for you. Check it out today on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and my website EnceladusLiterary.com. That's E-N-C-E. L-A-D-U-S-Literary.com Thanks, now on with the show.
1: Welcome to Hindsight is 2020, a show where we look at anything in this world and arrogantly say how we'd fix it. And I can prove it with my usual flawless logic. These two idiots. <laughs> we give our thoughts on movies and TV shows that should or should not have been. Our reinforcements of taking casualties. With your host, Pete. You guys are gonna make me rich. And Greg. Ah, this is going better than I expected. And we slowly and mercilessly beat our subject to death.
0: There's a game I've not played in a long time. A X. long time. But it's a game you've played
1: fairly recently. Well, just yes. a long time, because... uh, uh,
0: Yes. A long time, as in, today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what happens when you're on snow days, you play uh... Battlefront. And yes, we are recording, and that's what we're here to talk about, Oh, Battlefront. Geez. <laughs> <laughs> we are here in the, why, why not get as nerdy as possible, since mm. we have Star Wars and comic book movies and... The Burbs. Hey, hey, hey.
0: Maybe you haven't been reading every article that says that Star Wars is going to be the movie of 2015.
1: Well, yeah, maybe I haven't read every last yeah, syllable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Which will be the lead
0: into our next episode. Oh, <laughs> setting it up already. Okay. Sure.
1: We are in the land of video games. What? Video games, but what? it's a movie video game. It's Star Wars Battlefront and Battlefront 2. We're so, hindsighting a video game? Well, we're hindsighting a video game because they are ten years old at this point. Uh, and they are well, two platforms back. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're on to PlayStation 4, and these were for PlayStation 2. 2. Now, oh, oh. yes, yeah, so as <laughs> you mentioned today, you're still playing it on your school day, school off days. Uh,
0: well, not exclusively, but yes. I well, did. It, I, did, I did, uh, I did, game. I did, I <laughs> did. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I did partake a little bit of the Battlefront earlier today. That's true. Well, that's good. So, tell me why then we're going in hindsighting Battlefront. On, a, I think the answer is quite obvious to anyone listening who uh, who hears us say that we're doing a a podcast about a video game that came out a decade ago on PlayStation Two, and you just mentioned that you just played it today. And they're like, "What's up next, Castle Wolfenstein? Oh, Duke Nukem, <laughs>
0: Asteroids." Oh. <laughs> Pong! Oh, (laughs) Oh, God!
1: (laughs) Suddenly Bob McNamara shows up. Inside joke. So, all right. Battlefront. It's a Star Wars. It's a video game. It is. There has been a lot of video games in the world. There there have been a
0: few. And And there's been been many, many, many Star Wars video games, both before that one and since yeah um, with varying degrees of success and on various platforms and everything like that uh part of the reason I guess that we're talking about this one is it is considered by many to be kind of uh, one of the better uh, game entries in the series, and they have been working and when I say who's they <laughs> um, various companies I know I I should have pulled this up before I uh started talking but Dice no, we have is
1: a, we have a habit of doing wonderful things yeah, on know. the internet in front of us where we're always going oh what's the Oh name why didn't of that I
0: oh, oh. I know one day I'll learn um, <laughs> Dice is one of the companies that's been working on this and I I believe the um, sale of Lucasfilm to the Mouse House um, Last year also kind of impacted this, but uh, they have been working on trying to develop a Battlefront 3 for a while now, and it's kind of passed hands a few times, and there has just been kind of a steady drumbeat Uh, both in the tech community, uh, video gaming community, and just kind of the fan base for, hey, do another one of these, do another one of these. And apparently we're getting our wish at the end of this year uh, when the movie is released or uh, around the same time as the movie is released. There will be a third version, a third entry in the series of uh, Battlefront.
1: But you say that, and since the last Battlefront game came out, there have been several games like you said. Mm -hmm. What's to stop them from just going, nah, let's just do an Episode 7 tie-in game?
0: Well, I believe this one, if... uh... (laughs) Again, I'm going off memory because I still haven't looked this up. Um, I believe it's supposed to have some of the environments in the new movie. I think that is supposed to be one of the selling points. Um... uh... I think it's supposed to deal more with kind of the settings from the classic trilogy and then bring in some stuff here from the new movies. And who knows if they'll have much in the way of stuff from the prequels or not.
1: Well, I think that leads into why we as... Very light huh. video game connoisseurs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because there's probably somebody out there listening going, no, it's the Knights of the Old Republic, damn it, or it's the X-Wing games in the mid-90s, or it's the, or some people. World I, Warcraft. Or I don't know who would be like, no, it's Star Wars Force Unleashed, which came out a couple <laughs> years ago. And, yeah, we're, I've probably played more video games than you have in your lifetime. Uh, probably but it says something that you could get drawn into a game that's 10 years old and still be able to play it. I mean, in 2015, you're still playing a 10-year-old game of Star Wars that says something for what that particular game did. And since we're not discussing our same old shit of uh, it's story, it's character. No, this is just based on pure no, there fun. is No,
0: there is no story <laughs> or character unless you're playing that uh, one what is it, for of the Empire, or whatever it is, level on there. It's just, run around, run around like an idiot, and shoot stuff, and
1: capture command posts, and move on. Yeah, and I mean, I'm looking at it, up. I'm looking it up now, it says June 2014, it was announced that Hoth and Endor would be playable maps for the game, and that it would be released, yeah, like you said, Holiday 15, tying in with the release of The Force Awakens. But, it is just simply a fun game that inhabits the environment of Star Wars without bogging you down with well now i got to go and find out what this character does and learn and earn this power and then i got to earn this power to go earn to, to go travel here to pick up this device so that i can go learn and no it's the reason why call of duty is such a monstrosity humongous game It's because people who don't play video games often can just jump right in and say, Hey, there's a a map over here. You team up with me and let's go shoot these guys and do that for an hour and then leave. And odd as
0: it sounds, I sometimes, like today, I'll just uh, pop it in and play it for a little while just to kind of quiet my brain of all things, odd as that sounds, with uh, playing a video game. But, um, yeah, I mean, it just kind of it allows you just to step away, and you don't have to do... You know, there's a little bit of strategy involved in everything, but you don't have to do gobs of thinking or anything like that. And it just kind of lets your brain chew over some other stuff, let your subconscious chew over some other stuff. So that's, that's part of the reason I still go back and play it. But at the end of the day, it just speaks to our kind of tastes and the types of games that we find appealing. Um, there's obviously nothing wrong with games that have lots of different levels or these open world things and are real involved and have their own mythology and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, um, you know, different strokes for different sp- folks, so to speak. But
1: Yeah, um, and I mentioned it in the Dark Knight Rises thing. My, my game of choice that I go back to constantly is Arkham City, Batman mm-hmm. Arkham City. Yeah. And I think the only main reason is that I'm just a generation beyond you. I got Play- PlayStation 3 where you still got the two. And I will be getting moved, moved on up to four. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> when Battlefront comes out at the end of the year, you're getting a PlayStation Four.
0: That's right. It's, That's right. It's coming my Whereas way. Whereas I'll finally. get it
1: for Arkham Knight. The last of those games will come out, and I'll get a PlayStation Four.
0: There you go. We'll both finally be
1: <laughs> modern. Day. We'll both finally be modern day. There That's we right. go. <laughs> but it really is just a game that is fun that inhabits the world of the Star Wars universe. In a way where the modern day graphics really should be able to take it over. And I think I only played a demo version of the Force Unleashed, either one or there were two of those and I played. Yeah, and I never
0: played that. I just kind of know it by reputation, if nothing else.
1: And the real problem with that one is kind of here, go with me on this one. It's kind of a tangent. It's kinda it's kind of the writing for Superman problem. Uh do, keep going. Well, people always complain, how do you write for super, how, Superman? How do you write for Jesus? I mean, mm-hmm. the guy is infallible. You basically have to come up, you have to invent, you know, put, put a rock in front of him and, "Oh god." But that's all <laughs> you can do to stop the guy. Hey, 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 rocks are heavy. I oh. <laughs> So the problem with Force Unleashed that I saw and just a little bit that I played that did not pull me in at all as a casual gamer at, at the hot least is that your the main character is this powerful Jedi, which basically means the only way you can die in this game is they've got to send so much crap on screen. They have to send so many different stormtroopers at you shooting for you to not be able to stop them with your force powers and throwing your lightsaber and jumping up real high and after maybe a couple of minutes you're like well this is really boring because (laughs) you just you're mowing through these guys like butter and it it suffers from the prequel problem. Just keep throwing as much crap on screen as you can. Eventually, <laughs> it'll go down. And that's why I just didn't get sucked into it at all. Whereas in Battlefront 2 especially, because uh, that's the one I played most recently in preparing for this, is that you had the ability to play as a Jedi on the battlefield. But... As I recall, he was not they were not very infallible. I mean, if you played as Luke Skywalker, you were not really infallible. You just no, had you a had little a, bit better you had a time
0: limit and yeah, you weren't going to stay there forever.
1: Yeah, and it was just fun to jump in and say, "All right, I'm going to be a rebel and I'm going to be a rebel shooter or a sniper." And so, just exploring these maps can only only be more fun on a modern-day next-generation console with the capabilities, I mean, even beyond 3, I've never even seen what a 4 can do personally, but I know it's got to be better than a PlayStation 3, so just what it can do to open up that world that was still decent with Battlefront (laughs) 2 on PlayStation (laughs) 2, where you you had a decent-sized map to run around Hoth or Mos Eisley or whatever. And have you done much with the online gaming with, well, any game, really, but... No, that is one thing that Whoever's listening to this, I know it's been around forever. <laughs> I have never partaken in playing a video game online. It's just something I have just never done for good or ill. I have never even thought, well, I've thought about it on occasion, but, so I've never played against somebody who lives in Kansas City or anything like I've never experienced that before, and I'm sure it could be fun. It's just something that, again, I come to this as a casual gamer. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to jump in like you, grab the sniper rifle as a stormtrooper, go on to Endor, and run around, shoot, and you're done. And you go to a different map. You can go to a different map. Yeah. A different map. And if you mm-hmm. want to play a campaign mode, then there's a little bit of a story in there, but not much. But it really is just exploring the worlds with all the power that these consoles can do in the world of Star Wars that you see on screen that you'd be like, wow, I'd love to live in that world but not have to go through some sort of torturous... Oh, i got to train to be a Jedi or train to be a Sith. (laughs) Now i got to earn this You must run around and
0: collect this many Padawan ponytails if you're going to advance
1: to level five force power. (laughs) Well, it could be fun. Go grab these Wookiee scalps, and then you'll be back. (laughs) Oh, man. If you want to play as Boba Fett. (laughs) (laughs) It's turned dark. (laughs) But, yeah, and just adding more ships in, because I remember that the... It was very limited with the... uh, Oh, that is one thing
0: they can definitely improve on would be the space battle stuff. That is just... Painful, numbingly repetitive,
1: <laughs> and yeah, this it's, is
0: there's pretty much the exact same strategy that you use on every single map. The maps really just <laughs> it's like now the ships are over here, El Wapo. It's just <laughs> uh... it, the space stuff, definitely, they can punch up quite a bit, I think. Um, that was something that, as far as I remember, was not on the original game, that was an addition for the second one. Um I want to say it was only a year or two between the two games um so there wasn't like a huge leap in technology obviously the graphics improved and they uh expanded some of the and redid some of the planets and that kind of stuff but um. Yeah, uh, ten years, more than ten years on. By the time this thing gets released, um, yeah, it should definitely be an area that they can really kind of round out and make a little bit more interesting and engaging, or a lot, depending on your point of view.
1: Yeah, it kind of like what World of Warcraft does, which is it just keeps expanding the world. Mm-hmm. Just, it keeps just nothing but Star Wars and go to every one of the worlds, prequels, new movie, old trilogy, books, whatever it is, whatever worlds have been created for the Star Wars universe, put them in a game and put you on the side of the Rebels or the side of the Sith or Stormtroopers or the Empire, whatever it is, and well, use and, and, all the vehicles and just play. Make it the lowest common denominator game, but that is why Call of Duty is so popular. Make Call of Duty, the Star Wars version, and y- it instant just billion dollar seller.
0: Well, and it would be interesting too, I think, and this may be something that's in the works. I don't know. Again, I don't, I'm it's such a casual video game person. Um, I'm probably just going to, if I have an already sound like an idiot, go even further there. Uh, it would be really neat if they could uh, find a way to, um, release kind of, like, updates or something like that for it. So if you wanted to expand and get new kind of worlds to play in or vehicles or characters and that kind of stuff, you could do that.
1: There should be no reason they can't, because even on PlayStation 3, there was some of the old, uh, uh, like, MLB baseball games that I'd get, and Mm -hmm. you could purchase and download you know, old baseball parks to play. Oh, there you go. Okay. Or something like that. So do that. <laughs> if you want to make more money, uh, Lucasfilm and Kathleen Kennedy, then just go ahead and make the basic original trilogy maps and say download the prequel maps or download the Force Awakens maps or as the movies come out, you can download the new maps that J.J. J. Abrams creates. Mm-hmm. Anything like that would be fantastic. Yeah, Just expand it. And I'm sure this is probably what they're talking about. There's people smarter than us that are doing it. But, I mean, just do not go overboard with story, as I guess what we're saying. <laughs> there is no reason to have cut scenes where, oh, well, we have and if, to... you, if you want to have a, like, little snippet
0: thing like they kind of have on the second one, I wouldn't care that much about that, but
1: yeah if it's just cut scenes like all right we're preparing for battle and it's really we're playing a cut scene so the game can load in the background that's fine but we don't need something like with force unleashed let's have a big long three minute scene where the actor who i can't think of his name right now that they motion captured uh he was in smallville actually um I can't think. Whoever it was, there's like a big three, three four-minute-long scene of him getting trained by Darth Vader where you don't do anything, but you just sit there and watch. <laughs> like, I did. Well, that wouldn't get repetitive at all. Uh, I could give a fuck about this, man. But, okay, fine. Repetitive. Let's speak about repetitive for those previous Battlefront games. <laughs> well, we already nailed the space stuff. What else you got? How about going to Moss Eisley? <laughs> Why? whatever do you mean? (laughs) Why in God's name would someone in 2002 or three or four when they're making these games say, you know what we need to do to fill up space on this game where we could do another map? Let's allow you to run around with all the different characters from Star Wars history and try and capture the flag. But. That's not good enough. Let's have repeats of the same characters running around on the map. Let's have nine Han Solos running around all saying the same damn thing. Come on, kid. (laughs) Hey, look, there's Django Fett now there's Django Fett over there it is i'd better it's be getting from... well paid for this i'd better be getting well paid for this it ends <laughs> up being the end of three amigos by the end of it you're just like now
0: nah, they're over there oh, guapo. oh
1: man we're really pulling the three amigos <laughs> <laughs> well it, it, oh god it was but you're so right bad. it really is like that it was so incredibly dumb. You don't need nine Princess Leia's running around. <laughs> oh, no. it's, 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 I, I don't know if it was just a glitch or somebody, or, or probably George sitting there. Hey, you know what's going to be funny? That's going be good. You know what's more funny than Luke Skywalker? Seven Luke Skywalkers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean like seven di- different iterations where he's wearing his Hoth costume and his episode fork? Uh, no, no, just no, the no. that's the same guy. <laughs> He's just running around. You know what this is? This is a tease for the Clone Wars. They're all clones! I've got meta. <laughs> Every single one of them is a clone.
0: Uh, all I can figure with that is they had some extra space on the disc. They said, what's something goofy we can throw on here? And that's what it ended up being.
1: Who thought that was a good <laughs> idea? There's no one in their right mind who could think that was a good idea. That. It's insane. Insane. (laughs) But that was... Oh, God. Yeah, that... The space battles, the flying can easily be solved by the second generation removed from this game console. The... uh, Yeah, the campaign mode. You you go and you choose the locations you're going to go to. Just the freedom to just go and and do. Even more freedom than what Call of Duty does. Because Call of Duty still has you playing kind of a linear story. But in a way, you're doing a campaign mode, so to speak. It's just more linear. Do like you did before. Oh, yeah. In this particular session, eh, I want to go to Hoth, Yavin, Endor, and whatever the new place is for Episode 7. And just run out battles. It'll take me like an hour to two hours, and I'm done. And great. That was fun. And have it up to... Eight players and do online or whatever, and suddenly you've got another billion dollar video game that is not too taxing, and most people can play it.
0: It would be neat if you could design your own campaigns too, because there might be some places where you're just like, I really don't want to go back there again. And, uh,
1: well, that's where maybe, the downloads. maybe Come Yeah, on. maybe it's like a
0: time thing too. Maybe like well, I don't have uh, two or three hours to get through this thing, but eh, I got a solid hour. We can fit in four planets. Why not?
1: That's all it is. Simplify it, as simple as those original games were. Make it even more simple and have it so you can download these new packs and make it just an expansive world and fill up the graphic chain with nothing but the worlds and the characters and the abilities to shoot and some Jedi things can fit in there but don't make it all about the Jedi things because as Plinkett says, (laughs) everybody got a lightsaber, you have a lightsaber, everybody has a lightsaber no, back in the day the lightsabers were cool because they were unique and rare, not prequel land where everybody's got five lightsabers hanging off their belt just in case, just to cut butter (laughs) Well, we gotta open this door, there's a button over there, but I got a cooler way to get into that room. <laughs> so make that rare like it was in Battlefront 2. You don't need everyone with Jedi force powers. It's much more fun when it's a ground battle, but it's in the Star Wars world. And I that would lead into I mean God, if they could do this for other properties too, not just mm-hmm. Star Wars. Well, I think
0: I want to say, and again, if you've got the uh, information up in front of you, you might be able to confirm this. Um, I think the companies that are designing this are the same companies that are responsible for, like, Call of Duty and some of those other kind of expansive worlds.
1: Um, Well, let's look up DICE. Well, DICE is part of of There was, like, three
0: different groups that were working on this one.
1: Well, they're part of EA, so they've actually done, like, the Battlefield. Oh, that was it, that was was it.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: So that really is kind of their calling card. But they're part of EA Electronic Arts, which is the much bigger, grander scale thing that does stuff. So, I mean, EA does the Madden football games and, and whatever. But, God, just... Any, you know, they did, like, the DC Universe had Injustice, Gods Among Us, but it was just like a Mortal Kombat thing. Let's see what happens <laughs> if you put Batman versus Wonder Woman in a fight. Uh, they they had a Star
0: Wars game like that. It was, like, Force Battles or something
1: like that. It was back on the PlayStation 1. And I think it was also called Stupid. <laughs> because that's just stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. People worked on it. Great. That just sounds ridiculous. And I, they... Han the, Solo versus Boba Fett. Great. And Boom. It, shoot. It done. literally was like going back to the
0: uh, really old game system type of Mike Tyson's punch out or something like that type of thing.
1: It's like Mortal Kombat. The, yeah. the No, let's let them fight. And then it's just the <laughs> stupid... Flip, move, jump, move. Fun. Great. Go to the DC Universe and just make these big open maps where Darkseid's attacking Metropolis. Go and save it. And you can do it any myriad of ways with Superman's powers. There's Gotham City. Be Batman. Here Joker's attacking. Go and save it. Uh, I, I mean, I'm only. I'm thinking only... Right that but i mean they did that with the spider-man games they they did pretty well with making it an open world and it was new york city and all right we'll just swing around the rooftops and uh, there's always going to be something going on you have to go save and it was less story-based and more just open world inhabiting that character go do it i mean that's kind of what happens with batman and the arkham series but they're really heavily story-based it just so happens that they're really awesome st- told stories by the guys that did the animated series, but but when you're done with it, it's still got an open world feel, so you can still go and do those things. But just Yeah, take, and I think some something like that would work fine. Just take any property like that though, where you love the movie or the TV show and the video game can do nothing but make it much more awesome by just expanding the world. Take you into that, that place that you you like, but the movies can only show you a piece of it. Well, now you can go to the video game and see the entire world. And I think just, just expand it smartly. Yeah. Well, I think that, that goes to a larger point of why I think video game movies have not, and probably will never really work because it goes in the wrong direction. I think you can make awesome video games expanding on the world of the movies but you can't do it the other direction because the video game is immersing you in this whole world. The movie, by its nature of the medium, is shrinking you down to just this myopic view of what the director's telling you to look at. So suddenly you're you're losing that freedom and control you have in a video game to now, well, I just got to watch this story happen. And video games really aren't based around characters anyways, so I think that just leads to that larger problem. But God... I mean, video yeah, from
0: from time to time that kind of thing can work. I mean, did you ever play that uh, GoldenEye game way way back? I did not. Okay, that I mean that you were basically just following the plot of the movie, uh, but that was kind of fun.
1: No, but what? But you're going against my point. My point oh. is is that go, going from movie to video game is great. Mm -hmm. But going from video game to adapting a movie, you know. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I I mean, somebody mentioned it on a podcast I listened to this week that whether you like it or not, there really has only been one successful, if just strictly finances, it's only been one movie that's been successful based off a video game, and that's Tomb Raider with Angelina Jolie. Which I believe I heard they're going to be rebooting. Potential, and that's really because she has a, a bit of a character, which most games before that and some do afterwards. But there's not much of a character, right. which, which is why I think Uncharted might be able to work because there's a, the lead character that is kind of this Indiana Jones type guy. You could make that work, and I did play Uncharted too, and that was a really fun game. <laughs> uh, and I'm not again not huge into video games. It's rare when I play one. Outside of what I am expect, what I know, but I did play that and that was really cool. So I don't know how we got on that topic, but basically, <laughs> Battlefront Three make it good. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and whether or not uh, we end up liking, disliking, loving, hating um, the new Star Wars movie, I am just looking forward to whatever update they give us here with this uh, game series.
1: Well, and we talked about the movie already. But, we did, <laughs> and that was pre-trailer, which added so much to that we could talk about, like that ball droid. Look at that. <laughs> That's going to be the key factor of the whole movie.
0: Uh, yeah, that was something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Battlefront Three just needs to be an expansion on what they did. Hopefully, they can't. They figure out that they do not need to reinvent a wheel. It's not necessary. The wheel's in place. Just add a really cool tire to it. <laughs> Give it a new paint job, get it out, and roll it on out. And then it'll just be a hell of a lot of fun to... You know it would be really cool as mm. if instead of the, the maps that they had before where oh, I'm going to have this map and this map and this map, add the option mm. of, well, it's not really a storyline, so to speak, as much as it is you have the option when you go between challenge maps to get into the Millennium Falcon or to get into the X-Wing or whatever, and you have to plot the course and travel to the next location.
0: Yeah, I'd be fine with that. I think it'd be cool if you could just uh, hop in a ship and go up and do the some of the space battle, too.
1: Just Yeah, all of it's in- encompassed. So if you're on Endor, you're going to go down to the trees and you're going to fly up and space battle and then you got to just make the whole open world available that would be so spectacular whether they can do that technologically or not yeah we might we rate. might be a generation ahead of what
0: what <laughs> is capable but uh but that oh. I think uh, I think they might
1: might be able to get there uh, in the not too distant future and and you talk about open world, open galaxy, get in the Millennium <laughs> Falcon and you just have the map come up on your screen that just says, all right, well, uh, there's battles going on here, here and here. Which one do you want to go to? And then you just click it. You see the the streaks come across as you set hyperspace and then you go and land in the middle of the battle. And whatever ship you have can take you from place to place if you play a campaign and the ship gets damaged and... You have to get another one. I mean, that's the way you could do a story, but leave it open ended to where you take a ship from planet to planet. If it gets blown up, well, you got to go find another ship. Got to find another
0: ship. Just don't go and barter with Watto and. Waste a bunch of time there
1: <laughs> trying to figure out who's betting what. <laughs> oh
0: god, I had to cross that entire desert just to have this guy tell me he doesn't take republic
1: credits through this game. <laughs> but wait, he has the pod and the boy. <laughs> but I'm going to bet on the pod for the engine that he yeah, has. Okay, I supplied the pod. <laughs>
0: uh, you supply the boy and we split the winnings uh, 50/50, I think is. Yes.
1: Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're slipping back into prequel land, and we yep, beat that yep, up enough. Yep. Battlefront 3 needs to be awesome. Make it fun. Make it memorable.
0: and looking forward to it coming out here at the end of the year.
1: You catch on pretty quick, kid. <laughs> Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Episodes can be downloaded on iTunes or at EnceladusLiterary.com. Our reinforcements are being depleted. Opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the individual hosts, and may not reflect those of Enceladus Literary. This will be the easiest credits out there to <laughs> It I way.
0: Okay, but... Ah!